did Rebuild NYRR actually work? Let's talk changes are coming to New York Roadrunners and setting new records featuring Corey Joyner. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Runway Podcast. I am your host, Kim. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. I hope you come back and subscribe to the podcast so you get alerted every time I upload a new episode. If you are a return listener, welcome back to the show. I do so appreciate you. Now, I know the Runway has been... (laughs) here and there the past couple months but you know your girl been chilling I haven't been running a lot and you know just getting back into the groove of things with the kids going back to school so podcasting has not been on the top of my priority but I am going to make a strong attempt to bring you episodes weekly for the rest of the year there has been a huge shakeup in the running community this week. It was just announced that NYRR's CEO, Michael Caprazo, is that how you pronounce his name? <laughs> is stepping down from his position. You may remember back in September, I did an episode and I mentioned in that episode an Instagram page called Rebuild NYRR. And this page was started, it's an anonymous page, so we don't know who runs the page, but it is current and former employees that are running the page and they just post stories of what happened inside the NYRR organization. And you can clearly tell that current employees are contributing to that page because as soon as they have a meeting at NYRR, that page posts what happened in that meeting. (laughs) So Rebuild NYRR, I'll um, put them up on the screen and I'll link them down below. Um, I think that that page was really um, a catalyst in helping to get uh, Michael fired essentially because you know he didn't step down on his own no one's walking away from a gig that pays over five hundred thousand dollars a year that just ain't happening so you know I'm gonna say allegedly whatever that he was fired from his job because I doubt that he stepped down the way um he's been carrying on these past months according allegedly according to the rebuild NYRR page You can definitely go check out the page for yourself because they just give a lot of detail about the racist, the the discriminatory, the sexist, abusive behavior that went on, goes on, still goes on at NYRR. And it is actually pretty deplorable and it made me not want to support that organization anymore, quite honestly. And y'all know how I get. (laughs) When I'm off an organization, I'm off it. So Michael is stepping down and I'm just going to read you a little bit of the press release that NYRR put out. It's quite long, so I'm only going to read a portion of it. So November 30th, New York Roadrunners today announces that a leadership transition plan has been initiated. Michael Caprazo, president and chief executive officer, will depart on December 31st. An external search for a new 
chief executive officer is underway. They go on to say, over the past several months, the board of directors has listened to the concerns raised and recommendations offered by the community NYRR serves. <clears throat> Rebuild NYRR. <laughs> <laughs> including its employees and members of the broader running community. In order to achieve our mission to help and inspire people through running, we will recruit new leadership to the organization, said Brett Hurst, chairman of the board of NYRR. The entire board of directors and I thank Michael Caprazio, blah, 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 that wasn't in the press release. I added that <laughs> for his 10 years of contributions and dedication to this organization. And there's a quote from him. I'll put a link to this um, press release down below so you can read it. It's a bunch of BS. But listen here, New York Roadrunners, I'm glad that you are implementing this change and uh, making him step down because I know he didn't step down on his own. Let's just keep it real. And I actually want to know what that golden parachute packages look like because I know he did not walk away from this job empty handed. But when you recruit your new CEO, just make sure that it's not another white man executive or you know diversity matters you've been touting your little diversity matters you know propaganda on instagram facebook whatever practice what you preach let's see some diversity in your ceo position i don't want to see another old white man in that position i don't want to see another old white woman in, in that position i love mary wittenberg she was great awesome personable but i want to see something different in that position gives someone else a chance to do their thing and make new york row runners great again <laughs> quote Donald Trump make New York Roadrunners great again you know we love being a New Yorker and a runner New York Roadrunners is a staple those are the races that we run as New Yorkers and we want we want to be able to run for and with an organization that represents all of us not just the rich white community so you know, you don't have to pick a black person. That would be nice. <laughs> but I want to see someone of color in that position because, you know, we're just sick and tired uh, as a culture of, you know, spending our money, contributing our time to these companies that just don't represent us. So New York Road Runners, do the right thing <laughs> and recruit for this position and keep everyone in mind there are so many people of color that are qualified for this position if you need some recommendations let your girl know i'll give you some but yeah don't put another of the same old same old in that position we want to see something new something fresh put somebody young in that position you know they don't have to be in their 20s but you know someone who, who's experienced who's going to bring a fresh new perspective to the organization because we're we're sick and tired of the same old same old so do the right thing, New York Road Runners. And this was a big story. I mean, the Gotham has covered it, ESPN, New York Post, Fox News, ABC. This story was covered like everywhere. So everyone knows what's going on. We're watching you, New York Road Runners. Do the right thing. Next up, I was doing my perusing on Instagram <laughs> and I saw one of my Instagram friends, Corey. He ran 
a marathon in Cocoa Beach, Florida, the Space Coast Marathon. So, you know, your girl slid in his DMs and, you know, said, Corey, you want to come on the Runway Podcast and tell our audience about your experience? And of course he did. So I want to cut to my interview with Corey Joyner out of Florida. He is going to tell us how his race experience went, if he felt safe or not during the race. And also he sets a pretty great record for himself. So he's gonna talk about his training that he did for this marathon. And you know, he's just a cool dude. So check out my interview with Corey. Okay, everybody, please welcome Corey Joyner to the show. How are you? I'm good. I'm on the the runner's high right now. I see. Any relation to the famous Jackie Joyner, Joyner Kersey? I haven't heard anything from the family about (laughs) being related, so I'm going to say no, but you, you never know. You know, that is not uh, like a, a last name that you hear often. So That's you, true. So you might be related. That's true. I might have to do do some digging on that. You certainly I, have, have uh, developed her speed, right? <laughs> I'm trying. She was fast. <laughs> she was so, fast. She, she was. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Okay, so I'm Corey Joyner um, on Instagram at CJ the Runner. I'm from Lakeland, Florida, born and raised. I'm still here at the moment. And I started running officially, like 2018. I dabbled in a little bit in college. I went to the University of Miami. So we were running around the campus. It's about a three mile loop, but I wasn't serious. I was just trying to get in a little shape and then, you know, just do it for a little bit. My first like turkey trot was in 2014. That was that was a fun race, but I still was like, I'm not a runner. I just did it because a friend asked me to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spring 2018. So I trained for that because I wasn't getting enough cardio. I was doing like CrossFit in the gym on and off. So I was like, you know, I need some more cardio. And I'm not going to train for anything unless this is something I feel like I need to actually put in work. So I was like, I will do a half marathon and we'll see where it goes. And since then, I got addicted to running. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds like a lot of our run journeys. We got talked into a race by a friend and you just go from <laughs> there. <laughs> so for us people up north and out of Florida is a big state. Where is Lakeland? Like, can I drive there from Miami? Is it close to Orlando? How do I get to Lakeland? 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 Yeah, so Lakeland is actually Lakeland. Lakeland. Lakeland, okay. It's, so it's lake and land put together. <laughs> Lakeland. And the crazy thing, we don't even have the most lakes in the county. We're, we're like, we're second in the lakes in the county, but I guess they're like, oh, I, there's a lot of lakes here. Let's just call it Lakeland. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's conveniently located right between Tampa and Orlando. Uh, so Orlando's an hour away. Tampa's about 45 minutes. And then from Miami, it's a three and a half, four hour drive. Okay. So you're closer to the Orlando side, to Disney World. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Disney World. (laughs) Disney's in Kissimmee. Disney's like its own property. Disney's its own thing over there. So you're wearing a jacket. What's the weather like down there in Florida? We just got a cold for us. So all the cool weather came after the race. So we just had the race over the weekend. and All the cool weather came the next day uh, with the cold front. So it was the low today was 40s. Oh, it's chilly. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's cold. I woke up freezing. Um, it's 40s, and I think the high today will be uh, upper 50s, 60s, low 60s. Okay, so you're like, um, we're like in 51 in New York right now. So it's like summer for us, basically, in the in the late fall. We usually have like snow around this time, and it's freezing. So we're like enjoying the little warm weather for right now. Enjoy, enjoy. So tell me what sneakers you're running in. What are your faves at the moment? My favorite shoes right now, um, definitely the, the, the race shoes, the Endorphin Pro. I actually have the Speed, too. I, I really like those. Very comfortable shoes. Saucony did their thing uh, with that lineup. I also like the Hoka Rincons. I have two pair of those because they don't last that long. Uh, so I bought the, the original Rincons and I got the Rincons too. Very comfortable shoes. And I would say the New Balance 1080 V10s. Great recovery and long distance shoe just for the easy miles. Now those Hoka's, are those like the Henry Munster ugly ones or are those like the, the cute ones that they came out with recently? I'm gonna go because you know those hokas are ugly. Just, just admit it. Those hokas are hideous. <laughs> the, the the bulky ones, yeah. You you right. You right. The bulky ones, but these are the yeah. They're the smaller ones. They're not the the, the big bulky ones. The Rincons, they're very light. So and um, the first one I had was blue, and now this new one is um, like a a black and yellow. And I, I call them the lemon lines. I name all my shoes, so I call them the lemon lines. And you know what? I keep saying that I'm gonna try Hoka because like people swear by them. And I just never get around to it. Cause I, I'm like fashionable when I run. Like I want everything to match and I want my sneakers to look cute. You know, I'm a oh, you girly got, runner. Oh, you gotta coordinate. Oh, you gotta coordinate <laughs> yeah, over there. We gotta coordinate. We can't be having no uh thick old heels and things like that. But I think you're the first person that has said Hoka that I have chatted okay. with. But I'm actually surprised that you haven't brought up Nike because usually like all the fast people, they wear those vapor flies and all that. Uh, the cr I call them the crunchy uglies. <laughs> so most, most of the fast people that I chat with, they like those, you know, the Nike kicks. So I'm surprised you know, that you I have some Nikes. Funny. I, ha I have some Nikes. I do have a, a pair of Pegasus. I just bought a, a pair of Pegasus 34s. I went to the outlet. Um, they had them at a really great price, like 30 bucks. And then I had a pair of Pegasus trail shoes. They're comfortable um, as well. But I haven't got the elite Nike shoes that everyone has for races. First, they're expensive. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to drop 250 on some shoes, man, that I'm just going to wear for, you know, a race or two. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I definitely will get a pair of them eventually but right now I, I got a good deal on the Saucony shoes and they had great reviews I watch a lot of the uh, YouTubers that review shoes to get ideas of what shoes I may want to pick up and then I'll just go try them on at the local running store we have here is uh, Fitnitch so I'll go try it on there if it feels good I get a good deal I get it if not mm -hmm. then I, I move on to the next shoe but I, I need some Nike shoes. Some people hit my DM up when I posted my, my flat knee and said, Corey, you Nike down with your outfit, but not the shoes. <laughs> I was like, well, listen, now, you know, you know, we, we getting there. We getting there. You know what? I used to be, I used to wear Nike down to my socks, like everything, but I never 
ran in Nike sneakers. First of all, because I'm not paying $200 for a pair of sneakers. See, like, exactly, not, exactly. Like my, this side of my brain just can't, like I could spend that much on a pair of shoes all day, but on a pair of running sneakers, no. Mm -mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm team Adidas now, so I'm Adidas. Okay. To toe. <laughs> I really, oh, oh, I really like the, uh, I picked up a pair of the Adidas Boston Nines. They had they had them on sale, um, and I the first run I was like, all right, they're all right. Shoes are snappy. I would actually run the marathon in those if I didn't have the endorphin pro because they they're they're nice. They're yeah, nice. I like I like the I have like a, a I don't even even want to say how many. Whew, how I many? have a lot. How many? Too many. I have too many. <laughs> One day I'm gonna do my sneaker collection, and people well people won't be shocked because they see all my flavors on Instagram. <laughs> I have to, but I'm an economical shopper. Like I only buy things you have to be. Out, or if you like one, one of my friends hooks me up with a discount, that's the only way like I'm getting $200 sneakers, but not for $200. <laughs> you want it, you got, you got to get the deals. You, mm -hmm. you got to get the deal. Anytime I see where there's a discount or it's on clearance, I'm like, oh, you know what? I can get a new pad a day. When I'm gonna get this price again? <laughs> That's how you got to do it. If you want to, you know, if you want to rotate your sneakers, you have to like catch those deals. You you really do. I actually didn't know what rotating like running shoes was until like earlier this year. Cause when I trained for like my first two marathons, I only wore like one or two sneakers. Well, not sneakers, well, running shoes. Um, and I was wearing the, the on cloud X and I would train every pace in them and then run the race. In them. What? I, I know Ricky Ricky mistakes you know <laughs> so I, I, I'm such a, I'm such a newbie still to the sport but uh but after, after Miami earlier this year I, I picked up more shoes and then I started picking up more shoes I kept finding deals and getting mm -hmm. recommendations and so I went from like three shoes I believe I have like nine pairs now but you say. know what? When you have so many sneakers, they last longer because you're constantly rotating them out. So, yeah, if you if you get a deal, people get uh, rack up on your sneakers. Like my favorite shoe, I would get like two or three pair of them and just keep them in the cut. <laughs> and that that seriously, because if you got a good shoe that you can run in, you're comfortable in, aces in, or just if you really love the shoe, like it definitely makes sense to get multiple pairs for sure definitely does so what's your favorite race that you've done to date i gotta go with the most recent one um i gotta go with the race from past sunday the, the space code everything just came together it, it was for me it was like it was like an emotional race and it's just you know this year has been like a, a tough year you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i got with i got done with the miami marathon right before all the COVID stuff happened and before they started canceling all the races. Mm -hmm. And so Miami, I was very proud that I finished that race. Cause that was like the toughest race for me. Cause I started cramping in that race at mile six and I was wow. cramping for 20 miles in the race. And so it just left a bad taste. Like I was like frustrated and just like, how am I going to like overcome the adversity I faced in this race? Mm -hmm. and so, so you were talking about your favorite race, which is the space coast marathon, which you just did this weekend. And yes. I hit you up because I saw that it was an in-person race. And anytime I see an in-person race, I get excited to know, you know, the details of the race because no one's yep. racing right now. So when did you register for this race? 
I've registered, so I registered for this one in October. Last month, yeah. Well, it's December now. So I, I registered for this one in October. I knew it was still on the calendar as a race that could happen uh, late in the year because I, I was originally registered to do Chicago. And so I had Chicago on the list um, and then that got canceled, obviously. And then I was thinking like, okay, maybe there's some other races I could possibly look into. I don't want to, you know, I want to put this fitness to the test. I've been working hard since the summer. It's been mm -hmm. hot. <laughs> Yeah. So what was their tone? Like, did you know that the race was going to be in person or was it like pitched as a virtual race, maybe in person race? How are they promoting this race? Because you register super late. Yeah, they, they promote this in person from like, like the, the registration was in person or if you have the virtual option. Mm -hmm. uh, they allow people to to change up even up to last minute people could change they didn't feel like they wanted to come out and race in person they could do the virtual option and have their medal and their shirt um sent to them for the race and they'd have like this uh series if you do multiple races every year you get like extra medals and stuff so they don't want people to miss out if they've been committed to to the race so they had both options mm -hmm. uh, I, I was definitely there for the live option uh, to to go out there and, and race with some people <laughs> now what are you wearing because i keep hearing this click 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 what is that <laughs> it's like a jingle bell what what is that like oh really bracelets oh no it might be my watch my garment oh i'm like what y'all hear this at home people it's like <laughs> that's Corey moving his arm back and forth and it could be it could be the mics hitting like the beard a little bit oh. i'm sorry <laughs> Y'all got to see his beard. It's all nice and lush and moisturized. <laughs> Y'all going to see this later when I post this video. <laughs> so how was the um, packet pickup process? Was it like beforehand? Did they mail it to you? Was it same day? How did that work? Well, they had it all week. Um, they, during the week, they had it at the, the running zone. I want to say that's the, the running store over there um, in Cocoa Beach. You could pick it up from the running store. And then the... The Saturday before the race, where they would normally have the big expo, uh, they just had to packet pickup out there at the park, the outdoor. So you go pick up your packet, and then they had the different booths. You can just go pick up your shirt. And um, other than that, just like some photo opportunities, but they didn't have like, you know, the normal things out there where you would go to see booths and get free samples and check out different things. So after you get your packet, your shirt, Take a couple pictures for the gram then that's like all right time to go home get ready for the race <laughs> yeah because you know florida y'all been open because y'all governor is like on one you know, <laughs> you know, we look local in florida i'm not i'm not even gonna lie to you it look crazy out here it's crazy out here. So. I, I was surprised to see an in-person race because like miami marathon is canceled and that's like in february right and that one's the thing I, I figured this one had a chance to go on is because the, they limited the field. So the marathon is capped at a thousand runners. Um, and for the total, I think I seen that actually ran in person was um, a little less than 600. Well, let me and tell so, you, because I got the numbers, okay? So the marathon- Oh, you got the, oh, you got the numbers? I looked it up, because so I had to know how many people were in this race for this thing. Because I saw a picture and it looked packed. Like- it, it was Pat. It, 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 was, it was a lot of people. For, for the space, one of the things, uh, I did see that from like looking up the race and just trying to do some recon on the course, watching some YouTube videos. Like the, the race course is 
a little narrower than I would have liked because you're running down just a road along the coast. So with all the that many people, like you're you're not like shoulder to shoulder, but you're you're near them. It's like running on a, a trail and it's like a lot of people out mm-hmm. there. So the marathon had five hundred and thirty-six people in it. Yep. Yeah. And you know, I looked up your results because you finished twenty-eighth overall. <laughs> did you know that? I did. I did. I, I definitely looked that up. I was, yeah, I, I was elated. <laughs> I know you were. Okay, before we get into the time, okay. I just want right. to know, like, how were the corrals set up? So they they had um they did multiple corrals. Um, they set it up where the marathoners and the north uh, half marathoners went in the first two corrals a and b and then i think they had three or four more corrals after that um to do the south course. the south course is more popular because people like the views better on the south course oh yeah it was, 18, was it was 1800 people on that one <laughs> yeah people people like the south course so yeah. the south course was very very popular uh so that that's how they had it set up um they they kept reminding people to put the mask on Make sure you have your mask on to start the race. Obviously, they're not going to force us to keep it on during, like, after the first, like, quarter mile. I was like, okay, I got to breathe. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they they were they had signs up everywhere about it. Um, I thought they probably would have had, like, more space, like, to line us up to have a socially distance to start. But they just kept saying over to Mike, hey, remember the social distance. You know, just leaving it up to us as the runners to just be smart out there about it. Did everybody start at one time or was it like every few minutes or 10 minutes or whatever? Um, They did the, the uh, so group, I was in group A to start out and then in group B. So it was like a five minute difference between the groups going. So mm-hmm. they just, everyone just rolled up, like walked up to it. And then once you cross that mark, then your time started. Mm-hmm. So how was the actual race course for you? I loved it. I, I, I loved it. Yeah, like, I saw all your pictures that you've been posted. <laughs> to, I seen them. Seen. You know, I gotta. You know, <laughs> you know, I gotta drop. You know, I gotta drop them pictures. Did you Did you have your own pictures. photographer on the course? Like, where you get these pictures from? <laughs> well, I I I go ahead and buy the pictures from from the race because uh, mm-hmm. you know it's just you only run so many marathons in a year or shoot in a lifetime like you never know when it could be your last marathon race mm-hmm. it's such a demanding it's such a demanding sport of activity to do so I, i'm buying the pictures mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm ready for the picture man because i'm gonna have fun out there <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's a very nice course uh early on because it's dark you can't really see much but you can't see the water and stuff but once the sun came up the sunrise you're going up north and the sun's rising to the right and then once you come back, you can you can fully see it. And it was like a little cloudy, so it was coming up over the clouds. I was like, oh man, this 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 is nice. <laughs> this is a nice run. Now a little birdie told me that you went from 429 to 318. Now, how the heck did you do that in a year, right? Yeah. Uh that 429 was my me in February. And 318 was his last race. So, uh, like I said, after after Miami, um, the goal in Miami was to was to get sub four. I I was on pace. 
pretty much for like half the race, even with the cramps. I felt like I was on pace. The split cup could have been a little off, but I felt like I was on pace to get the sub four. And then uh, just the cramps just derailed me, and I was just so frustrated. Um, I went to Miami and had my family out there. Like, it, that was actually the first race. I, I had my parents and some family come out to see the race. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was like, nah, we, we can't let this happen. So I think that gave me an extra kick, like, to run consistently uh, more this year. And it, and it just, I just carried that momentum. Because uh, even leading up to Miami, I looked back on my, my training. So I, I try to look back on what I've done to see how I can improve. And I didn't run that much the year prior. I had, I had I was dealing with shin splints. I was in the gym a little bit more. And so I, I only ran like 300 miles leading up to miles. Like maybe that had something to do with it too, not getting the time I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I, I just started putting in the work of running, running daily. Um, running a little bit slower to avoid injury, looking up different techniques, how I can improve my running form and breathing during running and asking for advice. A lot of runners on IG, I, I get advice from, or if they do something, I ask a question or just take mental note when they, they post their successes. Um, definitely inspiring on the IG running community. So, and that's that's pretty much how I got here. Just follow the plan, do the work, and it, it just came, it all came together on Sunday. Now, what training plan did you follow, or did you have a coach? I followed uh, two training plans, actually. Well, majority of my training was done uh, with the run experience. So I was following a lot of their YouTube videos, and then I signed up for, for their program to start Miami training. So I did their training up to... Um, I did that. So I did a. I, so I did two live races. <laughs> so I did a live race last month, um, in October. I did a half marathon in Florida uh, as well. Yeah, but I, I did the half marathon. So I was training with the Run Experience training plan up until that, up until that race. And then so once that subscription ran out, I, I was like, well, I got a month before the Space Coast marathon. So um, I went ahead and tried McMillan. Uh, Lisa in Atlanta, she told me about McMillan. So they have a program where you can just pay monthly. So I just paid the one month to get the last four weeks of the training program. Wait, who's that, athlete, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she be hooking me up with advice. Mm-hmm. She be hooking it up. Lisa's she's my homie. Yes, I love Lisa. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> she's shy, she's shy. We got to get we gotta, we gotta get her out there. I, I, I challenged her to get out of comfort zone a little bit. Mm-hmm. We going to see. <laughs> so what's up with Florida? Like y'all, y'all racing, racing. Like we could come it's down there, get some runs in. What's happening? Yes, it's, it's races happening. We 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 open for races. To be honest, um, we just had this race next weekend, Saturday. Orlando's having their their OUC half marathon. Uh, there's a race that I might do a 5K in a couple weeks in Sarasota. Um, elite events. I did that half last year, uh, the Sarasota West Coast half. Um, mm-hmm. So they're doing a half in the 5K, December 20th. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's going to go on as well. But it's races happening. It, it's, it's races happening in Florida. So if people are looking to race, look into the Florida races. I know a lot of, of the, the smaller 
states too are that doesn't get a lot of big turnout, they're still mm-hmm. holding holding their races. Oh, a big another big race will be the um, Gulf Coast half in Mississippi next weekend. And if I didn't do Space Coast, I was going to do that one because a lot of people from from here in Lakeland on um, one of the coaches, John Mott, who went to the, the trials here, he's taking like a group of like 10, 10 athletes up there. So that, that's going to be another good race too. But if, if you're looking for a race, check those out for sure. Nice. So how did you feel like overall safety-wise? How did the race directors do? Did you feel like... Well, it's different, like, for New York because we're still, we're open, but we're not open, you know? Right. So, like, I don't know how, like, the races that are going on here now, they're, like, so small and the the um, the field size are so small. Like, it sells out in, like, no time. So, like, we can't even get a race in here. <laughs> we're not doing <laughs> yeah. group runs. Like, we're, nothing's happening in New York. We're, we're close. <laughs> so, I, I could imagine. It's tough. It's tough yeah. up there. So how did you so feel like safety wise? I felt like just once you, you, you get out there um, and it was still like a little bit, you know, compact with the crowd. It was a little like uneasy for me. I had my, I had my buff, so I had a buff mask that I just wore around my neck um, and pulled up if, if I needed to. But uh, after, you know, you, you realize the moment like, okay, you decided you want to come out here and put yourself in this position. So you know, I, I just, you know, said a quick prayer, like, watch over me while I'm out here. And mm-hmm. like, we here, we're in the situation room now. Yeah. And so after that, I just locked in on uh, just the task at hand and just enjoy the moment. Um, if, you know, unfortunately COVID strikes, that Rony Moan strike, <laughs> you know, I do the, you know, you gotta do the right thing, mm-hmm. quarantine, hopefully, you know, it doesn't get bad or anything or any severe, if it gets severe, but, you know, you live with the consequences of the actions. Like, I went out there, went to the race. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully nothing lingers from, from that race. But So what happened after you collected your medal? Was there, like, a festival? Was oh. there food, beer? What happened at the end? I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. So we got the medal at once you picked up your bib, you got your medal. Because they wasn't giving the medals out at the end. Uh, the mm-hmm. only thing they did give out once you finished the race, they do give out a beach towel. So you can go grab your own beach towel. And then they also had masks. If you didn't have a mask, then they had a mask at the finish line um, for you to get as well. So so, the, so if you didn't have your medal with you or somebody there to give you your medal at the end, then you would have to just go back and get your medal and, and whatnot. But I had some friends there and they had, they had the medal ready. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you had a pretty good experience with this one. It, I did. I did. I, I had a real good time out there. It, it was, it, it's a day I definitely remember. And what number marathon was this for you? This was number three. It was the number third three. one. And what's, what's next on your hit list? When the um, world, when the world opens back up. <laughs> yeah. Well, when, when things fully open back up, we'll, we'll see. I was actually signed up for the LA marathon um, so everything I had planned, uh, for this year, just like with, with mostly everybody got, you know, those plans got nixed. Um, so it, nothing's really lining up. So LA, they moved their marathon to May, mm-hmm. but they did give runners the option to defer. So I'm just going to defer it till 
2022 or 2023 and just focus on i'm just gonna probably just focus on speed um early in 2021 and just the shorter distance races and maybe i'll run a marathon next year but if not definitely in 2022 we'll we'll get back on the the, the marathon game we'll see what the speed is for the distance then well if you ever want to come and run in new york hit your girl up i know people that know people and you know maybe we can make something happen for you oh oh, oh is that right turn to you i've been to new york once I, I came to new york for my birthday a few years ago um during this time I'm actually my birthday so my birthday is actually thursday um so this was that that race was helped the field too it was like a nice way for me to end my 20s like that was like the, the wait you what the, my 20s oh god you make me feel like an old lady so you just turned 30 <laughs> yeah i turned 30 on thursday oh lord these little <laughs> children i got on this show <laughs> <laughs> hey i can get to the grown and sexy part now i'm going to the grown and sexy part let me get my whiskey and i'm going to the grown and sexy party well welcome to the 30s <laughs> we're happy to have you here <laughs> Oh, Lord, he just turned 30. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's good that you're starting now, you know, that you started. Because most of us runners, we're in, like, late 30s. We started early 40s, you know. But just take it easy because you don't want to burn out your knees when you're still so young, you know. Yeah. I, I, I try to do everything. Uh, one of the best things I learned from working with the, learning, the, the run experience is uh, mobility and just doing the necessary actions to, to stay healthy and to prevent injuries. So after runs, I'll do one or two post-runs exercises to make sure if my knees bother me, I'll do something specifically for that. If the hamstrings or if my foot's bother me, I I pretty much have it memorized, not a routine of what I'll need to do if something's like ailing me after a run or after a race. Yeah, and it's like now is a good time for like new runners to start running because when I started running we didn't have strength training we didn't have cross training we didn't have done it we just went out and ran you know my first sneakers were like some Nike freeze and my ankles and bottom of my feet were killing me so oh that's the worst <laughs> yeah like we didn't have Instagram friends none of that stuff so yeah it's nice that new runners have all of these and you're not really new but you know people that are coming into the sport have all of these great resources now to help them out right the information is out there. It is. It is definitely out there. So we can stay injury free. We'll try to stay injury free because Lord knows I've been injured. <laughs> it, it, it happens. It ha I, I, one of the things too, I dealt with a lot of injuries. So I was dealing with the shin splints. Um, I dealt with uh, inflammation in my heel. Uh, leading up to Miami, I had caught runner's knee. So I thought that was going to be my biggest thing going into the race. Turned out that wasn't it, but the runners need definitely it, it'll slow you down so you just gotta be careful do do what you have to do to try to prevent it if, if you do get injured you know be patient with the injury worst thing you can do is rush back mm -hmm. and, and re-injure it or, or make it worse so it, it, it's part of the nature of the game though it's part of the business of running exactly so on that note I want to thank Corey for being a guest on the Runwave podcast and just congratulations on setting such a great goal. I think a BQ is in, is that a BQ that you did? 
No, 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 no. We, we're not there yet. Because uh, you a, a young buck, so your time is probably like below three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The time, the time I would need is, is sub three. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely the go- it's on the goal list. Like it is, it, it's definitely on the goal list. Um, once I feel my fitness is there, I'm definitely gonna make the attempt at it. Actually, the attempt will be to go faster than BQ. Um, to to get it, so we can definitely make sure we we nab it on that attempt mm-hmm. but yeah this was yeah this was this was this was nice this was this was this was nice to, to hit um 318 um and i just felt strong the whole run um I, yeah i just felt good <laughs> i i think so you'll good. get there sooner than you think thank you again for being <laughs> on the show and you know, if you do another in-person race, I may be knocking on your DM again to, to, <laughs> to see what's going on. Because your girl haven't done a race since I don't even I don't even know when. I can't even tell you the last time I ran a race. It's crazy. Let let me know. I, Florida, we open for races. They're, they're, well, they're... actually, I'm not I'm not stepping foot in Florida. I done went on a, a million rants about Florida. Florida's dead to me. So, yeah. I, and I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's it's it's, it's hectic. Yeah, we, I'm living in this environment, so it's just like it's, it's just different because we we're already here. Um, like even, like, Lakeland's a smaller town, so things wasn't as crazy as a bigger city as far as when it came to COVID um, and stuff. So it's just, it's, just, it's just a little different. But, you know, once things open back up, we get these races going, let me know. I definitely want to come run New York. New York is definitely on the list. I, I, I got to run New York. It's just COVID messed that up, and it's hard to get into the race, too. So I, just, I want to qualify and get in there. That way I don't have no issues. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No issues getting in the race. You'll get there. Call call me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I hope you enjoyed my chat with Corey. If you're looking to run some road races in person, Florida is clearly open. They've been open (laughs) for the longest time. But yeah, it sounds like he had a really good experience running this race and he was able to set a great record for himself. And I know that he'll have a BQ in the future for him because he just... This is what happens when you put hard work and dedication into your training. You can drop so much time off of your marathon time if you put in the work. So congratulations, Corey, and thank you again for being on the show. That is a wrap on another episode of the Runway Podcast. I am so happy that you joined me for another one. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, scroll down right now and rate the show five stars. (laughs) It helps your girl out. It helps the show get recommended and noticed by other people, which is great because this is like a fun little hobby for me. I enjoy doing it but it's great when other people that don't know me come across the show and you know when I get good feedback it just it keeps me motivated to continue to bring you guys more content so thank you again for tuning into this episode and I will catch you on the next one later
Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Be sure to subscribe to The Run Wave on your favorite podcast app and leave us a review of the show on Apple Podcasts. It would really help me out. If you are a runner that has a story to tell and you would like to be on the show, you can email hello at therunwave.com or send us a DM on Instagram to The Run Wave. See you next time. Yeah.